Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Hey, y'all, and welcome back for more Gen Juice. My purpose and my passion and my personal ministry is to help others dealing with divorce. And as y'all know, I have been mentoring and coaching people dealing with divorce over the last 16 years, and I have learned tools as a life coach that have changed my life. And now I get to use these tools to coach my clients to overcome their struggles and to find hope, healing, and happiness no matter what circumstances are going on in your lives. So on this podcast, I share ideas and messages and thoughts to inspire you and help you in your life. And my goal is to help you create a life that is full of hope, fulfillment, purpose, happiness, and peace, especially when you're in the thick of it, when you're dealing with hard things. I want you to know you've got this, friend. So today, I want to talk about what we do when we have hard things going on in our lives. We all know people who have gone through serious events or circumstances like illness and death and divorce that have come out on the other side more kind and compassionate and generous and loving, while I'm sure we all know other people who have come out of difficult situations in their lives and they're bitter and angry and resentful and hostile. What is the difference? That's what I want to talk about today. The obvious answer is life is what we make it. It is up to each of us to learn and grow from our experiences and become a better version of ourselves because of the trials and challenges that we experience. Ultimately, we create the lives we want, regardless of what experiences we have in our lives. Creating a beautiful life and becoming that best version of ourselves, it's hard. It's not easy. It doesn't happen when we're comfortable and we don't face trials or challenges. It's actually hard. So we need to just plan on life being hard. And it's hard whether you're divorced or not. It's hard just keeping your faith and living as a Christian or a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in the world today. It's hard raising a family and creating a loving marriage or being a single parent, you know, a blended family or committing to a second marriage. It's hard. Life is just hard. The fact that it's hard and frustrating and overwhelming sometimes is what makes it worth having. Fortunately, we're blessed with beautiful moments and experiences that compensate those difficult times. If it wasn't hard, it wouldn't be worth it. It wouldn't matter, right? So we need to try to plan on it being hard. Expect that it's supposed to be that way and try to enjoy the hard parts. 
Embracing hard things means expecting the unexpected, the uncomfortable, frustrating, overwhelming things that happen in our lives as opportunities for growth. Doing hard things actually shows us what we're capable of. And as we practice turning to God and trusting him and staying faithful when it's hard, our faith and devotion deepens in that process and we grow spiritual muscles. And just like growing real muscles, we have to lift heavy things and put stress on them and work hard to make them grow. It's just as hard emotionally and spiritually when we are going through difficult times. There's a quote by Orson F. Whitney that I actually had printed out and I kept in my car and on my mirror for many years. It's my favorite quote. And it says, no pain that we suffer, no trial that we experience is wasted. All that we suffer and all that we endure, especially when we endure it patiently, builds up our characters, purifies our hearts, expands our souls, and makes us more tender and charitable. And it is through sorrow and suffering and toil and tribulation that we gain the education we come here to acquire. I love this quote. I used to carry it around with me when my life got really hard. So just recently, I attended and spoke at Women's Conference in Provo, and I was able to attend Meg Johnson's class. Oh my gosh, she is amazing. It was so inspiring. If you don't know her story, when she was in college, she was hiking in southern Utah and stepped off a boulder and fell, I want to say, over 100 feet and was injured severely, almost didn't survive. And since that time, she's been paralyzed from the chest down and has had many years. I think that was 19 years ago now. And she has lived in a wheelchair and learned to accommodate her life since that accident and is just an amazing, inspiring example of resilience and courage and faith in really enduring such a difficult trial. Something she said in her class has really stuck with me. She said, God does not send us Goliath trials without first sending us lions or bear trials. I'm going to explain that a little bit. Let's review the story of David and Goliath from 1 Samuel. If you will recall, the Philistines were attacking the Israelites. Every morning, a giant Philistine named Goliath challenged any Israelite to fight him. And Goliath was bigger and taller than anyone else. And he was fierce. And he wore heavy armor. And he carried a sword and a spear and a large shield. And no one dared fight him. They were so intimidated. And David was a young shepherd boy who had faith in God. His older brothers were soldiers in Israel's army. And one day, David took his brother some food. And when he showed up at camp, he heard Goliath's challenge. David asked his brothers and the other soldiers why no one would stand up and defend Israel. And his brothers were angry and told him to just go home and take care of the sheep. You're just a little boy. You don't know how serious this is. But David knew that the Lord would defend Israel. King Saul knew of David's faith, so he asked to see little David. And David told Saul he was not afraid of Goliath. David explained that once when he was looking after his sheep, he killed a lion and a bear. 
And the Lord protected him then, and David knew the Lord would protect him now. Hopefully, we all know the rest of the story goes. King Saul tried to fit David with his armor, but the armor was too big, so David took it off. He decided he would fight without any armor. He just collected five stones, and he put them in a bag, and he took his sling, and he took his shepherd's staff, and he went to face Goliath. When Goliath saw David, he shouted and made fun of him, and he said a shepherd boy could not beat him, and David shouted back that he trusted the Lord to protect him. And David said he would defeat Goliath and show the Lord's greatness. David ran right towards Goliath and he threw a stone with a sling and the stone hit Goliath right in the forehead and the giant man fell to the ground. We all know the end of the story. The Lord helped David defeat Goliath without a sword and without armor. When the Philistines saw that Goliath was dead, they ran away in fear. The Israelites had won because of David's great faith and trust in the Lord, and the Lord protected Israel. And so the message that Meg Johnson shared was that long before David had to face Goliath, he was given other similar situations, like killing a lion and a bear to prepare him for the Goliath that would come. So David practiced. He knew he could rely on the Lord to help him. He had that faith already with him. He knew he could rely on God to help him defeat Goliath. I know that we are each perfectly prepared for the specific trials and challenges that we are given in our lives right now. Nothing happens by accident, friends. If you're in a difficult situation, This is exactly the difficult situation you're supposed to be in. Nothing has gone wrong, but you have already been divinely prepared to handle the trials and struggles and challenges that you're dealing with in your life right now. Every trial and challenge that we face is carefully suited to us individually, and we are perfectly prepared and equipped to handle them. My challenge to you is to seek help from heaven and you will get it. I want you to think about how you have already been prepared to handle and face the Goliaths in your life right now, because I know that you have. As our prophet, President Russell M. Nelson has taught us, the joy that we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. When we focus our lives on God's plan of salvation and Jesus Christ and his gospel, we can feel joy in our lives regardless of what else is happening or not happening in our lives. This does not come naturally, though. It takes work, and this is the work that I do. I help my clients learn to direct their thoughts to focus on the things that matter most in their lives. Whatever situation you're in, if you're in the thick of it, and if you're in the middle of hard trials right now, I want to encourage you to keep climbing, keep moving forward, and focus on your future. Now is the time to get excited about your future. We all create the life that we want to have in the future. You are creating your future life right now. So where do you want to be? in one year, 
two years, five years, 10 years, even 20 years from now, what type of life do you want to have then? Are you on the path that you need to be to have the life that you want in the future? Imagine a rudder on a boat. If you move it just slightly today, you will end up in a completely different location five years from now compared to where you would be if you didn't. It doesn't take big changes to create a huge difference in your future. If you are on the way to where you want to go in the future, congratulations and hold steady. But if you're not, and you know you want to be somewhere different in a year or two years or five or 10 years, now is the time to make a change. You can't wait for someone or something to give you the future that you want. You can be empowered to pursue and fulfill your dreams for your future right now, but you have to start with a vision of your life that you want. This is what I love doing with my clients, is helping them create a vision for their future and living into it. It is amazing. And it's so awesome to practice this in my own life and see the growth and to help my clients do the same thing. The takeaways I have for you today are first, life is what we make it. It is up to us to learn and grow from our experiences and become a better version of ourselves because of the trials we experience. You've got this, friend. You can do it. Second, God knew your trials would come, and he has already prepared you and equipped you with some unique talents and skills to help you deal with whatever you're facing right now. You have already had experiences that have helped you prepare for the challenges you're facing right now. Think about it. I want you to learn from them. Ask yourself and journal about this. What experiences have I had that have helped prepare me for my current trials? What gifts, strengths, and talents has God blessed me with that I can draw on during this time? Third, seek help from heaven and you will get it in whatever challenge you're facing. Fourth, as President Nelson has told us, the joy that we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. What is your focus? Five, you are creating your future life right now. Where do you want to be in one year, two years, five years, or 10 years from right now? Are you on the path that you need to be? To have the life that you want in the future? If not, I can help you. Go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for your free consultation today. I will help you figure out exactly how to create the life you want in your future. I would love to do that for you. Thanks so much for listening, friends. Have a great week. Bye. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work, and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.